friends, thank you so much for joining you know this episode this episode is episode 47 of ASI experts with Alka and I'm so excited to bring on my guest Rolando Francis but before I bring on Rolando I want to welcome all of you because each and every one makes up the show and for that I am grateful so episode 47 of ASI experts with Alka this is a truly inspirational, the entrepreneurs that I have on my show who actually make the show possible and the audience, all of you make the show possible, which I am grateful. So thank you to each and every one who come back to learn, grow and be inspired. So how did my journey, how did my podcast journey begin? So I want to share a little bit about how that began for me. So for the past six years, I ran a very successful fitness studio here in Toronto, empowering my clients to get strong, not physically, but mentally. And it's now a mindset. So as my clients were gaining tremendous results when they first walked into the studio to when they evolved and their fitness journey was truly gratifying. And I'm so excited, so grateful I could be there for my clients when I had my studio. So that was my first business that I ventured into. And it was tremendous success. The studio truly thrived. And as a result, I've had amazing wins, but I've had failures too in my life. And I believe that it's in our failures that we truly become the person that we are meant to be. So this is where the podcast journey began. And I'm truly grateful that today as a real estate investor, empowering my clients to gain the knowledge, understanding and confidence in real estate investing. So I'm truly excited. Thank you to all for tuning in. And Rolando, welcome to the show. So appreciate you taking out your time. Absolutely. And thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, excited to be here. You know, for me, one thing, uh, sharing the, the journey, like I love what you just said right now, because I, I find that a lot of times um, people always focus on the highlight reel. I like to call it the highlight reel. When you've arrived and made it, and you have a certain level of success. But oftentimes they don't stop to, to listen to the journey of what someone went through, what they overcame, what yeah. they had to endure, what they had to sacrifice, okay. what they had to go through. And I think that that's, that's where the magic happens. So I'm excited to be here and I'm glad that you have invited me and um, I'm excited to just share some stories. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we're going to share so much about you know, your journey. And so before we do start, so Rolando Francis is a multi-award winning entrepreneur, international speaker and founder, CEO of Viral Brands Media, helping busy CEOs building their brands online. He coaches small businesses and scale their business by leveraging the power of social media, which we're gonna talk about with social media, it is a beast and how it can be conquered. He has a wealth of knowledge and Rolando is a sales and high performance 
um, coach, and he and this comes from his 15 years of experience launching and managing sales teams for fitness clubs across the GTA before discovering the online marketplace and transforming to full-time entrepreneur. Rolando, this is quite remarkable. You know, for viewers who do not know you, we know each other. What is your backstory? How did your journey begin? Where did the inspiration come to get into online business and social yeah. media? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's been a an incredibly long journey, to say mm -hmm. not the least. Yeah. Um, but let's see how far I want to go back. I, I actually, I grew up extremely- Go as far as you want. It, go as, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I'll kind of tie this in, but a lot of the drive and, and ambition and motivation comes from my athletic side. Sure. Um, so I, I grew up extremely athletic. Um, I played multiple sports, uh, oh. but basketball was the one uh, that I really excelled in a lot. Um, it was, you know, the top of my class, top of my game. Um, I received scholarships and things of that nature uh, mm -hmm. to play basketball. And so for me, it was, it was this big dream. I, I always had this big dream. I grew up uh, believing that there was something special for me to do, something meaningful, something purposeful. And um, I knew there was this great calling that was on my life. And at the time, I believed wholeheartedly that that calling was through basketball, right? I grew up um, very humble beginnings, single mother, uh, five siblings. So there was five of us all together and she was taking care of us, uh, putting food on the table, shelter for us, clothes on our back and things of that nature. And, um, you know, it was very challenging and difficult to say none the least to take care of five children. Right. And so, you know, when I, when I knew that the skill set was there for basketball, for me, that was the vehicle for us. And I wanted to pursue pro ball mm -hmm. because that was going to be the way out. Right. Okay. It was, it was kind of my duty, my dream. This is what I wanted to do. Right. Make it big in basketball, uh, become well known and famous and, you know, be able to take care of my mother and, nice. and my family. Um, and so when my hoop dreams were shattered, um, I, I, I literally just spiraled into this depression. And um, I was depressed for many, many years. And this was the first time in my life where I felt that I was lost. I was misplaced. I hadn't, you know, I, I had nowhere to go. I didn't know what was next for me. There was no plan B. There was only the plan A, and that was pursuing pro ball into the NBA. Right. And, um, you know, I kind of found myself, in, you know, kind of at the bottom of nowhere, trying to rebuild and figure out what my life was. Right. Basketball for me was, that was my brand. That was my identity. Right. Yes. Uh -huh. Everywhere I went, I had a basketball in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, again, there was no plan B for me. And, um, later that year, it was actually interesting because, um, what I haven't mentioned yet is that I'm, I, I was also, um, well, am also, uh, a pastor's child. So my mother was a pastor and, uh, we had a small local uh, ministry that she was running at the time. And, um, every so often in, in the summertime, she would put on events, okay. uh, this one particular summer, 
we had an event and she invited uh, this pastor to come in to speak to the congregation. And um, in that moment, um, this pastor called me out of the audience. I was actually on the drums at the time. I also played uh, the drums for the church. And she started speaking some things out like into my life, some things I, I never imagined. And it just it ignited this fire inside of me. And in that moment, it was like, it was like a breakthrough, but almost like uh, a rebirthing for me. Rebirth, yes. Right? Where mm -hmm. I, I started seeing this new picture and vision and purpose for my life that I've never seen before. Because at the time, the blinders was just basketball. Right. That's, that's, that's what I thought. It was like, this is what I was pretty much born to do. So a whole and new world just kind of opened. A whole that new world. Yeah. whole wow. new world and reality opened up to me. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. And, um, you know, I started seeing this future of me making a bigger impact in, into the lives of many individuals. And from that moment, I, I kind of just pursued this new path. And um, I, I embarked on this personal and spiritual transformation. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until that time where I felt that my life got back on track. And, um, you know, from that time, I spent the rest of the, the, the next couple of years trying to find and pursue my purpose and this kind of higher calling. Um, you know, I had many jobs here and there, uh, but I, I committed wholeheartedly to the ministry in my church at the time. Uh, I began speaking on different stages and at events. Um, at this time, I um, started working for Good Life Fitness as well uh, as a manager, hiring uh, sales reps and um, customer service reps and things of that nature. So I was able to also grow and develop on that side where operations and systems and all of that was concerned. And uh, from there, I just became good at it. I developed my skill sets around systems, operations, business. Um, and I took all of that skill set into where I am right now. Um, and, and that's kind of the journey. There's a little bit more I haven't added in yet, but okay. that's kind of how it started for me. That is amazing. That I yeah. really, I really love that. And you know what? I just wanted to, I wanted to touch on the point when you talked about that calling that you had. And sometimes, you know, we oftentimes, it's just like opportunities, opportunities mm -hmm. come to us. And oftentimes they are right in front of us. But because we have those blinders, we cannot see that. We cannot exactly. see beyond the opportunities that is lying there in front of us. And it's so sad yeah. because we could miss on that opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Right. 100%. And when you talked about that vision, that the whole new world that opened to you, otherwise you did not know about it. Yeah. I love that because it's understanding and listening to your intuition. Okay, what mm -hmm. feels like? And oftentimes when we don't go with our gut feeling, that's why it's called your gut because it's, yeah. you know, it's like your second memory. Listen yeah. to that gut and it will guide you to where you want to go. I love yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I think I discovered as well too that a part of that is, is being open. Mm right? Being open to yes, the universe, yeah. being open to God to download certain things to you. And my biggest takeaway was, you know, everything that you experience in life brings you to the place of where you are right now for a very specific purpose. Absolutely. And yeah, sometimes we don't realize it, but that's exactly what uh, happened for me. So, 
Exactly, because you know what? Things happen for a reason. Yeah. Reason, all, all season, things, yeah. or it was like it was meant to be. And I think for you, it was meant to be. And so I'm going to take a segue, talking yeah. about it was meant to be, because what you are doing is absolutely you know, it's, it's, it's absolutely phenomenal as to what you're doing. I see what you're doing. And you have spoken, you know, you're a speaker, you're an international speaker, and you are recognized for what you do. And, you know, you built so many brands, you're working with so many brands. How do you go about, how do people, how do you choose the industries that you want to work for, do you decide? And what are those what are those qualifications that you want to work with those particular brands? How does that come about? Can you share with us? Yeah, no, that you know, that's, that's actually a really, really, really good question. So in the beginning, and I'll just be honest, in the beginning, it's kind of like you work with everyone. Right. You, you want the opportunity. You want to build up the portfolio. Oh, yeah. Um, for sure. yeah. You know, you want to improve on the skill sets and things of that nature. And that's that's essentially what I did until I got to the point where it became more important than building my portfolio and earning a certain type of income. Mm. Right. Okay. I got to the point where it was a, it was more energetic. And so rather than just industry, if, a, if an individual had a certain type of energy that I was also drawn to, I knew I wanted to work with that person. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I knew I wanted to help them to take them to the next level. Um, but with that, uh, I kind of just narrowed down, you know, more on um, kind of a preference of who I, I work with. Uh, a lot of my clientele are, you know, busy CEOs, uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, coaches, speakers, authors. Uh, But I also work with a lot of personal brands as well. People who, you know, they have a message that they want to share. They are the business, their personal brand, and they kind of want to establish a certain uh, influencer status. Uh, A lot of my clients are kind of in that realm, uh, which is, which is perfect because that's kind of like myself as well. You know, I want, I want to have that a certain type of status as well. Uh, I yeah. think we all desire this level of, of fame as well, yes. uh, based on, you know, the message, our personality and brand, but that's usually who I work with. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with no. being famous, Yeah, you know, being famous, earning, what we want to earn and you know along the way so you know i love that i think it's so good so you work with large corporations medium and small businesses and individuals so your journey truly has been um you know from where you started it was the humble beginnings to where you are right now you know recognized as a speaker international speaker and you're working with ceos and the brands these famous brands that you know you work with and so with that comes a lot of with power comes responsibilities yes Yes. huge responsibilities and you know i was just reflecting on that i was just driving this morning and i was going to the store and I was just reflecting somehow it just got me to reflect mm-hmm. on the power the power that individuals have and with power does come responsibilities huge yeah. responsibilities and with the money potential that we are earning as entrepreneurs as well so with yeah. that is the segue 
this is segue into um, the, my, the responsibilities and power is when you mentioned you were a pastor's child, now you were in Bible college and you're, what you're doing right now, helping people. And I think when hearing you, the, the helping part of you, Rolando, comes from being a pastor's child, being in Bible college, because you are a youth pastor. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And so being a youth pastor, that truly has, has got to be an instrumental or integral part of your journey. Could you yeah. also explain and share to us when you were a youth pastor, what are the differences that, you know, one goes through when they are, and was it, do, do, do you think there's a difference between when you are a youth pastor and the services that you are providing? and a leader uh, as an entrepreneur, do you think there's a, there's a correlation between the two of them? Oh yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, in fact, I mean, a lot of what I do, uh, and I'm still very heavy into ministry as well. Yeah. Um, so my initial, my initial approach is to lead with service, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there was a saying that I picked up a long time ago from um, one of my mentors when I was just starting. And it was, um, if your business doesn't touch the heart, it will never start. Oh, wow. Yeah. If your business doesn't touch the heart, it will never start. And I, I absolutely loved it because it aligned so congruently with just who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my, my main mission and goal whether it was entrepreneurship, whether it was in ministry, whether it's speaking on stage, didn't really matter. I always wanted to teach and make an impact in people's life. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that everyone has um, this certain gear or level that they can get to, which we know as your true human potential. Yeah. But a lot of people don't know how to uh, tap into it or just squeeze that last bit of juice out. Yeah. And I think that even with business, that's a part of what I do as well. Right. Mm-hmm. It's teaching people that, listen, yeah, you have this message, you have this brand, you have this business. Let's just push it to the next level. And so that's always been kind of my angle and my approach. So uh, it doesn't matter whether it was in pastoral like ministry or business, that correlation to serve people and to put people first um, will always be very, very important. And I think the core foundation of everything for me. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I believe, yeah, I believe everyone essentially should run their business like that and just life as well. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, if you, and I do agree with that because how you, how we do one thing is how you do everything. Absolutely. So even in your life, I mean, you are a family man, you know, you have two beautiful, you have two beautiful daughters and, and your wife. So you are a family, you are a unit. And you mm-hmm. take pride in that because if you if we don't take pride in our families, we don't put our families first and yeah. devote to the family. Well, everything else will end. I feel anyhow that nothing else matters because yeah. it's the family. It's that foundation. Then you yeah. can build in a business and take that yeah. forward. So social media and as it's, you know in the beginning, I talked about social media is a beast. And it is oh, a yeah. beast. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a huge Mm -hmm. one. And I know now that we start to work together and I'm seeing I'm a one woman show. 
I don't have a team, but what, and, and oftentimes, you know, it is challenging, but I don't look at it as a challenge. I look at it as fun. And I think that's the missing piece that most entrepreneurs, they always look at if they have to do something, oh, it's a challenge. Oh, I can't do this, but I can't do yeah. But I, I am now at my stage, I am willing to learn and have mm-hmm. an open mind. Because I think if we don't have an open mind, then I think nothing else really matters, but is yeah. how hungry are you? Yeah. So social media is a beast. What role does a social media play? How powerful is social media if you are a startup? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> you kind of summed it up with the beast because okay. it, it definitely is. I'll put it this way. Think of it this way, right? Yeah. yeah. When, when you want to learn something, usually people are going to, mm-hmm. they're going to, they're going to YouTube it. Right. Right. You have all these tutorials, all these kind of stuff, just free information always out there. Oh, Google. Right? Yeah. Or Google, right? They'll Google it. They'll YouTube it. If, if you want to check out a menu or a picture, they're going to go on um, Instagram. If you want some discount with, you know, certain merchandise or whatever, you might go on Facebook work um, uh, marketplace. Mm-hmm. If you want to, um, if you want to check out, you know, what a friend or a customer or client is up to, you check out their stories, right? So I say all of that to say that everything is revolved around social media, mm-hmm. right? The landscape of business has changed tremendously. And I always say this, the one thing that I've learned is you have two options. You either adapt or you fit. Right. Yeah. So the last 15 to 20 years, People weren't, they weren't picking up their phones, right? You're you're not picking up your cell phone to look and to search for anything like that, right? But now in this this day and age, in this digital economy, that's the first thing people are doing. They'll Google it, they'll Instagram it, they'll Facebook it. And so I always say for a startup business, especially a startup, even a more mature business, but for a startup business, if you don't have an online presence, your business will not make it in 12 to 18 months. It's literally like that simple. You have to have an online presence if you really want to compete. And also you want your business to have longevity, right? Exactly. Mm. And just take a look at, take a look at uh, Blockbuster. That's right. They went out. They we, went out of business. Have, yeah. yeah. To an online, uh, an online uh, company, which is Netflix. Absolutely. Right. You know what? Absolutely. Blockbuster went out of business. CDs. Yeah. Nobody uses CDs because yeah. Um, yeah, it's incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, so and I feel so don't you think, though, it's like you've got to be at the right place at the right time. Perhaps, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, that's got a lot to do with it as well. Being at the right yeah. place at the right time. Blockbuster, you know, they were around. Um, now they just went out of business. Um, yeah. A lot of businesses have gone out of business, even during the pandemic. We've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Well, what you just said in terms of like adaptability and being open to learning new things is, yeah. I think it's key because what happened, the story of Blockbuster is Blockbuster had the opportunity to be the next Netflix. So what happened? And they turned it down because, Why? I can't even remember, they were offered a, a couple million they wow. turned it down because they said they like the nostalgia 
of when customers come in and, you know, they buy the popcorn and all that kind of stuff from them. Mm-hmm. And the comment was, yeah, but everything is moving online. You can kind of do the same thing, but now in the comfort of your own home where you don't yeah. have to leave. And they're like, no, I don't see that happening anytime soon. And literally, I think two or three years after was it, they were obsolete out of business because oh, wow. they didn't want to adapt to the wave of what was happening in the economy. Exactly. So pivoting yeah. and adaptation really is going to be the key. And, and sometimes um, business owners don't realize that. Or sometimes, you know, we get, we get so caught in our ways that yeah. we are not yeah. willing, that, that yeah. too. We're not willing to yeah. change our ways. You know, no, I don't want to do that because I'm, I'm okay where I am. But that yeah. okay where you are and to what's going to happen 2023, which is around, around the corner, we don't know what's going to happen. What exactly. new technology, new trend yeah. is coming because we've got to ride for the wave. Yeah, 100%. And most people don't want to ride for the wave. And I think that is, you know, if you're set in your ways, then mm-hmm. you're going to set yourself up for failure. Because you don't know what yeah. else is going to come. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And so, you know what? That is so good. So branding, branding is very important. We need to mm-hmm. uh, we need to be that face. We need to be that person. Because we're always that walking, talking brand. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. where we go in. We ha- we've got to be that. We've got to be that representation. So whether yeah. you're a solopreneur, you're in a big organization, mm-hmm. it's the brand. So having a brand identity, how important is it to have a brand identity? You just mentioned, you know, as a startup, but even mm-hmm. mature business, we've got to be omnipresent. Like Grant Cardone, yeah. he's everywhere. Yeah. He's everywhere, whether we like it or not, but he's everywhere. But the so, interesting thing too, though, with, with Grant, and he's, he's yeah. smart because he took right. advantage of social media. He does. Grant, he was, he was big before social media, but social media, he blew up. He blew up. That's when you really started knowing who uh, Grant Cardone was, right? Exactly. He, and I think he got big on Instagram, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On that, yeah. 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 But yeah, so brand identity, what, yeah. how important is a brand identity to an individual? Uh, super, super important, Hoka. Um, I think the main thing that you want to think of is it allows you to build what I like to call the, the KLT factor, right? The know, love, and trust. I know people say like, but if you can get someone to fall in love with you as a brand, wow. um, it makes things that much easier for your growth um, on social media and just business in general, um, the brand, it's going to give you your values. It's going to give you again, this perceived status, uh, which everyone should have, and you should actually aim towards as well. And then also credibility, which is important. It's, it's like the difference between a Ford and a Lamborghini, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? They have a personal brand where everyone has this perceived status of a Lambo. It's like, Oh man, if I can get that right. Or a Porsche. So that's that's the difference when you're looking at brands, the person that stands out like that Mercedes Benz or that Lamborghini, right, and has that feel to it for branding is going to far surpass the individual that's maybe like Honda type of brand. Now, mind you, both of them will have their own individual market, which is also fine. I'm not saying everyone has to be a Lamborghini, but 
The difference is, you know, kind of the, the luxury feeling and the demand and, you know, the, the credibility, the power, the authority that comes with that exactly. standing out. So, yeah, brand identity is very, very important. Exactly. Because, yeah. you know, we are in this noise. Social media is a noise. Every, every, yeah. every time, doesn't matter which platform we're on, it's a noise. And yeah. being on top of that noise i know i struggle with that because it's constant i put one content out there oh my gosh i see someone else's and then i have yeah. to try so we are always constantly trying to up on that on that post or you know people's posts or mm -hmm. the content we're trying to put on so we always have to compete with that noise yeah yeah and so social media you know to me when you know i look when I look back as to what I was doing wrong. Now, mm -hmm. you also like in the fitness clubs, you talked about that you were working in the fitness clubs. And mm -hmm. I wish when I had my studio that I had a marketing team. I had people, I had a sales team. I had yeah. someone to guide me yeah. as to what my strengths or my what weaknesses were. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, that is so beautiful because you've had, you go to uh, the, you know, these corporations. And so having a team really can help uplift you as an individual or uplift you as a corporation. Right? Yeah. So 100%. what are the steps when you go to a corporation? What are the steps? What, um, if you can share with us, what happens and how do you, elevate though the, the brand the organization what are the steps that you take them through yeah for sure um so there's there's two ends of it but um essentially the first thing is always going in and doing like thorough assessment uh -huh. um because it's always good to find out what's working what's not working yes. um i always say focus on the things that are working in the business that's producing the most amount of revenue um, my, my unique approach is always for me outside of growth is, is, is monetary, right? Because I mean, 80% of businesses go out of business because there's no mm -hmm. cash flow. Right. And so if you're not making any money, then you can't run a business. So I always look at that first mm -hmm. and let's see if there's any leaks in the mm -hmm. bucket and then how can we stop the, these leaks? And then the next thing that I'm going to look at is, um, what their offer is. If we can create uh, uh, an extremely just sexy, compelling, irresistible offer right. <laughs> around yeah. something, then, you know, we have a great potential with uh, building kind of a market around that. Uh, and then the next thing that I'm going to look at is the message and then their systems. Uh, and then with systems comes in like social media, because a lot of times when I go into a company, uh, either two things, one, they're, they're not actually leveraging social media right. uh, because they don't have time to do it or yeah. two, they don't know how to actually do it. Mm -hmm. And this is where my skills and my expertise comes in, uh, because I'm able to help them to develop, um, a solid marketing plan and strategy so that now they can leverage social media with their actual branded business or whatever the offer and services, and then just marry those two together beautifully so that now they have an online presence and they're making money at the same time. And, and having both of them is, is going to be great. It's going to be, you know, really elevate and take that company to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Which, 
100%. You know, I wish, Rolando, that I knew you when I had my studio six years ago because yeah. it would have been fantastic. I would have absolutely really made the studio like how I envisioned it would have been. Yeah. But you know what? When I do have my next studio, I know who to who to call no. and help. Yes, this guy right here. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, you know what? I wanted to um, touch on... Because branding, to me, like when we talk about, you know, we've got Louis Vuitton, we've got Gucci, how, mm-hmm. what is that customer experience? And, you know, I don't like to, I, I don't shop anymore. I used to, because mm-hmm. I know the first thing is I'm going to buy, you know, something that I did not go in that intention with. So I rather yeah. not. But when we talk about the brand, we've got the Gucci, we've got the Louis Vuitton. And having that brand, we just talked about the brand identity, but mm-hmm. what comes to my mind is um, what is the importance of branding in a business? Yeah. What, is, what, what is specifically, what, what is important for branding at, for a business and for an individual? And how can we mm-hmm. sort of stand apart, you know, when it comes yeah. to our customers and they're having yeah. that brand loyalty? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so a, a, a bit of it will touch on the first response in terms of the, the no like and trust factor. But I think what stands out the most with branding, if you can brand really, really well, mm. and I'm glad you just brought those brands that you just mentioned, like the, the Gucci and the Louis Vuitton, because they're at a point where they don't, their brand is so well developed, right? Yeah. Yeah. That uh, it leaves an impression in the buyer's mind already. So they're already automatically, you know, a hundred thousand times elevated than a regular customer because they're, they're at the top of a customer's mind. Right. So when you think of branding, Mm. I think that's the thing that has to come to mind. Um, It's your, it's a, it's a, and it's a combination of your colors. It's a combination of, again, your, your own personality and demeanor and aura that you're projecting as well. Um, and then your message, right? When you have these things, these three things succinctly aligned, then the branding will allow you to always be at the top of a customer's mind. And this is important because in a sea of all the sameness and all these people doing the exact same thing, what makes you different? And it's your personal brand. So right? you, your USP. Yeah, yeah, right? Um, so you know, you can like yourself, for an example, you can be approached with a bunch of different marketing agency, right? But then it's like, okay, well, why would I work with Rolando and Viral Brands Media? What makes him stand out? What about his personality, his demeanor, his charisma, whatever it is, that's what personal branding actually is at the end of the day. And um, with that, I think, in a, well, in addition to that, is just given impeccable, like just service, because I think impeccable service leads to customer loyalty, right? Um, yes, and yes. it also in, it increases your service because then now with that customer loyalty, those customers are going to go and they're going to be your ambassadors for you. This is where word of mouth comes into play. Right. So you don't even necessarily have to, because if you, if, you if you look at Gucci, Louis Vuitton, uh, I, like, I like talking about Lamborghini, like you don't really see advertising about these guys. They don't, they're not paying ads. Yes, you right? do. <laughs> it's organic and word of mouth. People yeah. talk about it for them, right? They've, they've literally developed ambassadors that will go out 
and brag about the brand. Wow. Right. So, and I think it's because they have those three things very succinctly aligned, which is of course, you know, their color, like that luxury feeling that you feel when you wear the clothes and like, if you wear the quality is different too. Right. So you, you feel a certain way automatically when you put it on. Right. Or if you're driving the car, you're revving it up, right. You feel a different way. And so if you can give this feeling, like I always tell people, um, like I come from a sales background and I used to teach this as well to sell your solution. But I stopped saying that now because you shouldn't sell your solution. What you should actually do is sell an experience to customers. Right. If you can sell an experience to them, this is what you will feel. Right. And you can bring up this kind of nostalgic feeling to them. This is what they buy into. Right. And again, like Gucci, Louis Vuitton, even Apple, they do a really great job of selling this experience to you that yeah. automatically elevates your status in life. Like you feel yeah. a certain way. Yeah. And so if you can, if, if these things can be narrowed down and you can really, really do a great job at those three things, the, the feeling like the experience, uh, the message, and then also uh, the color, um, then you do a great job at staying at top of the customer's mind. And you talked about the experience, and so the experience is everything because we want to, doesn't matter where we go, a good restaurant could be a five-star, you know, um, great, you know, dining experience, yeah. but it's an experience. Yeah. Um, a service that we get from a waiter, oh, but anywhere, so whether it's a restaurant, whether it's a fitness yeah. club, it's the experience. People go, people come back and will come back and they will tell their friends. And that's yeah. where referrals come in because people love the experience. They're going to tell Mary yeah. Jane, oh, you got to come and do this class. And why? You know, and so experience is everything. And I think if yeah. we can make people feel a certain way, because Apple do a fantastic job. You just talked oh, about yeah. they have the brand ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Apple, they sell to the, the old product, to the new customers. Yeah. Was it vice versa? But, but they, they know how they're doing it. They yeah. know how to play with the market. Oh, yeah. And that's actually a good example, too, because that's the difference between uh, Apple and BlackBerry and why mm-hmm. BlackBerry also went out of business. They went out of business. Same thing, yeah. I was a right? fan it's- of BlackBerry for a long time. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I was a BlackBerry <laughs> user. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I, I got uh, I got sucked down the rabbit hole of Apple. Now I have the whole Apple suite. <laughs> oh, okay, good. AirPods, the iPhone, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you got yeah. sucked into it. Maybe yeah. <laughs> getting sucked into something is not a bad thing because it I know. allows you, right? <laughs> they 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 definitely did a good job marketing and branding to me. So there you go. That's good. So yeah. yeah, I was a BlackBerry fan for a long time. Mm. And what made me just switch? Um, because you know what? I needed to adapt. I needed to shift. Yeah. Because, you know, if we're not gonna do that to adapt when it comes with new technologies, um, then we're yeah. gonna be left behind. Absolutely. And so I have Android, I don't have an iPhone. A lot of people they they love iPhone or Android and it was vice versa. Some people didn't yeah. like that, but I'm sticking to my Android. 
Um, so is branding, you know, branding is everything. And I think that's so important that we need to have that brand identity. So yeah. Rolando, I am so you know, grateful that you could talk to us today because, you know, your experiences and it's experiences that have shaped you for who you are today and helping people, helping organizations, helping, you know, small businesses to mid-sized business. But it is your, from your background, you know, being a pastor's child, having that helping uh, service orientated that really has shaped you today. So I am grateful for that. Your final question that I mm. ask all my guests. So I'm just going to play with you. And so from all your accomplishments thus far that you've had, all the accomplishments that you will be having, mm-hmm. what are the three things, if today was your last day on earth, what would you want? people to learn from you yes so that's a very very good question um if i were to narrow it down yeah if i were to narrow it down i think the first one would be something that we touched on in the beginning when i was sharing my story um which is to trust your instincts Mm -hmm. i think that would that would be the first thing um that i've learned because I don't know. I don't know. Just, I guess, intuitively, we know yes, what to do. That feeling, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I would say that would be the first thing. Uh, I think. Um, and, and the good thing about that is I can measure it because <clears throat> I clearly remember situations when I, when I intentionally or consciously went against my gut feeling. Oops, okay. I went against my gut feeling and kind of the results of that decision. Oh, right. Wow. So yeah. I would definitely say uh, that would be the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. Trust your uh, your gut. I think the next one would be um, <clears throat> uh, kind of piggybacking off of that would be don't waste too much time thinking about taking action. Just take action. And what I mean specifically is I, I find a lot of people get stuck in this uh, this vicious learning cycle. Mm-hmm where it's just consuming information, 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 information. And then the more information you, you gather, it's like, it creates this procrastination. So I would say to just, uh, just take action, just literally just go out, just Just do it. it, Right. And the the rest will be history, right? You'll, you'll learn what you need to learn and uh, you kind of take it from there because experience really and truly is the greatest experience. Mm -hmm. Sorry experience is the greatest teacher so uh yeah go out and uh and just do it and um the last one i would say you said three right yes three things okay uh so yeah trust your instincts um kind of just take action and i would say what would the last one be Mm. what would i say for a last thing i think I think that the last one would be to, um, it'd be a combination of two things. I would say constantly invest in yourself, but that also just ties into just believe in yourself. Right. Um, but I, I think that would be my last one would be, yeah, just believe in yourself and constantly just invest to improve both 
uh, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, uh, mm -hmm. just kind of that holistic approach, I would say to, um, yeah, constantly do that. Because you know what, if, we, if we're not improving, then we're disintegrating and yeah. that is not where we want to be. Um, so failures too. And I also think that, you know, we need to fail to get the experience of anything. Yeah. We yeah. need to fail. We need to attempt do those things. If we, if we fail, well, it's, it's okay, but yeah. we'll learn, we get back up on the horse and we just constantly just keep on going. And it's just, and it doesn't matter because yeah, failures exactly. are going to happen, but that's going to lead you to success. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I think the fear of like failing, I think yes. people just got to overcome that, like get that yeah. thought out of your mind. Cause at the end of the yeah. day, if you're just starting, you're going to fail. Not only are you going to fail, uh, you're going to be like royally terrible at whatever you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because it's only with consistency and doing it over and over and over and over repeatedly. I think Aristotle talks about that. Mm -hmm. um, you are what you repeatedly do. Yeah. Right. So that means that there has to be hours of putting in the work over and over. And then that's where mastery actually comes from. So the beginning is going to be very brutal. It will suck at it, but be OK with it because it's part of the process. It's just how it is. Yeah, exactly. It's just part of the process. It's how it is. And yeah. we just need to roll with it. Just need to yeah. roll Got to roll with it. Absolutely. Got to roll with it. So, Rolando, where can people find you? How can people connect with you? And how can we be of service to you? Absolutely. So, um, I'm, I'm mainly hanging out on Instagram. That's the best place to find me. I am Rolando Francis. Um, or just shoot me an email, Rolando at RolandoFrancis.com. Those are probably the two best places. I am on Facebook as well, but I'm, I'm more active on uh, Instagram. Instagram, perfect. Yeah. Uh, and for me, you know, anyone that's looking to leverage social media, you know that you have um, not only a product and a service, but you have a message, right, that you want to share and you want to get out there and you want to reach a certain status, whether it's influencer status, whether it's just your, your message getting out there. Um, I believe myself and Viral Brands Media is one of the best ways to do that because this is what we specialize in helping people do. So. Rolando, it's been such an enlightening conversation. Everyone Absolutely. give some love to Rolando Francis. He is phenomenal. I know Rolando. He's absolutely phenomenal what he does, what his team does, and they will surely put you on the map to building your social brand as a company individual. And so what we touched upon, what Rolando talked about, that social media is powerful. We need to be omnipresent. We need to be, and it needs to be consistency. We need to be consistent on being on all the platforms. So consistency will get you far, but also being on social media and leveraging social media to your advantage, taking your business to the next level. So I want to thank each and every one of, for everyone for tuning in to episode 48 of As the Experts with Alka. We truly had an enlightening conversation with Rolando, who shared gold nuggets. Share and connect with him on Instagram. That's where he hangs out. So connect with Rolando because he truly is just fantastic what he does. And so I'm excited to 
have you know the release of the episode but do stay tuned for more um, entrepreneurs coming to my show that I get inspired each and every time so I look forward to seeing you all on the next episode so in the meantime make the rest of the day the best of the day and I will talk to you soon bye for now 